770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN News Talk. We are the news talk of North Alabama. Let me tell you something. This this station has given me an opportunity, and I want to tell you, I believe it's an honor to have this platform. I, I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate uh, WVNN, Cumulus Broadcasting, and uh, Program Director uh, Dale Jackson uh, giving me this opportunity to have Right Side Radio. I'm your host, Phil Williams, and Copper... We're like winding down the whole first week right now. Can you believe it? <laughs> Time flies. It's been a great Time week. Does. Time does fly. Um, hey, listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open up the phone lines here in a minute and see if anybody wants to talk towards the end of the hour. But let me first tell you about my friends at ZLA Solutions. Now, you may be out there looking for a job. Guess what? ZLAUSA.com. ZLAUSA.com. They've got jobs posted right now for all over North Alabama. Good jobs. High-paying jobs. Jobs that don't require you to come in with a certain kind of degree or, or a skill certification, you may find that you can earn a good living by a job that you didn't know existed, and it's on ZLAUSA.com. You may also be a business, though, trying to fill out your workforce ranks. That's what they do. They find you people. ZLA Solutions is the company I'm talking about. They like to say they don't make it. They just make it better. Go to ZLAUSA.com see if they can help you for a job or you fill out the ranks of your business. Hey, listen, um, 866-494-9866. That's 866-494-9866. We've been talking a lot today about um, the role of government. Uh, what is the role of government? Our founding fathers said that it had a purpose. I do believe that Scripture says that government has a purpose. I do believe that personally that government has a purpose. I also believe that government gets out of control. And like my friend Becky Gerritsen told uh, the House Ways and Means Committee in 2013 with regards to the IRS, they had forgotten their place. I do think that government gets too full of itself, that government can become punitive, and that government also gets um, uh, burdensome and bloated. All those things. But yet I believe that government has a role. So if we're going to do something different, what would it be? If you want to call in 866-494-986, give me your thoughts. If there was a department of government you would do away with tomorrow, what would it be? If you could see one go away, what would it be? And, and I'm also just going to ask Copper. I'm going to put you on the spot, Copper. Just Today's been interesting. We've had, uh, we had Rodney Smith call in because I do believe that government is not the end-all solution for mm-hmm. everything. The private sector has got to be engaged in making uh, their world better in their own little piece of that world. And, and Rodney Smith um, is doing a great job. He called in. That was cool. Um, we've also had uh, uh, callers call in uh, guests, uh, Bunny Pounds from Christians Engaged and Becky Gerritsen from Equal Forum, both of whom uh, stood up and said no to the IRS when they were being attacked um, or treated punitively, and, uh, and, they, and they prevailed. Um, but uh, what was your favorite part of, the, of today, by any chance? Hmm. I think I, I really liked hearing from the legal side of things of how they're stopping the IRS from, as you put it, literally making a hit list on Christians and just seeing that exposed when most people haven't heard that that's how far they're willing to go these days. That yeah, really Christians and conservatives. You're right. Christians and conservatives. Were, and Becky, Becky made the, the point very clear because the questions that the IRS was asking from, from her literally wanted, they wanted names. Give yeah. us your names. Who are your volunteers? What, what speeches were given, and who gave them? And 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 you know, and what are your donors? Well, I got news. We just recently had a major Supreme Court decision, if I'm not mistaken, just in the last week or two, that said that 501s don't have to disclose their donors because if they can get to your donors, they can go 
audit them, put pressure on them, attack their businesses, cancel them out, and make them not want to support your, your entity. And that's just wrong. Um, all right, so Copper, that was a good one for today. What about the whole week? Think back, my friend, over the entire five days, which feels like five years, over the last five days, was there any part of the week that just stood out to you as like, man, that was cool, I want to do that again? Well, I really liked your adventures in Wokeland. That was hilarious. Oh. Hey, get, get the sound effect ready. Get the, get, can uh, you get the sound effect ready? Am I putting you on the spot too much? No, you Tell got it. You, Go ahead. Adventures in Woke World. Yeah, we're going to have to repeat that. I like that. That was fun. Yes. Um, it, was, uh, it was unique. It was uh, scary as all get out because I was sitting there sweating bullets, thinking about what my son had said to me. In his words of encouragement, he said, yeah, Dad, it's going to be all about the execution. <laughs> so, yep. But, it was you know, it came notch. together. Um, but uh, it's, it's, it's so important that we, um, you know, laugh. We got to. And, yeah. And, and I, I enjoyed adventures. So I got to come up with one for next week. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's right. I think, I think we're going to go ahead and shoot for Tuesday. We're going to try and have Tuesday be the day when we do Adventures in Woke World. Um, what also they, stood, go ahead. What also stood out to me was um, Hamed's story from yesterday, just yeah. because of how personal it got. And the mainstream media will share personal stories, but mostly from a very liberal perspective. And so that's really what we're missing. And where conservative talk radio really fills the gap is giving voice to those personal, deeply moving stories that we're really missing in other places. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, it does. And, um, and, and, and having my friend Hamid on was, was not just, um, you know, interesting for me and, 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 and personal for me. It was, it was, it was almost, it could almost be emotional for me because I think the world of him and he, uh, he is somebody who has lived the American dream and, and is, uh, and is literally proving that this nation is everything that progressives right now are saying it's not, um, so listen, folks, if you want to call in, we got a few minutes left in the show today. 866-494-9866. I'd love to hear your thoughts. What, what are you thinking? Is there a government agency out there that you would do away with? Uh, is there somebody, uh, is there some entity of government that you're like, man, that we could do without them today? In fact, I think I've got, I've got a couple of callers uh, on the line right now. And, uh, and, and one of them's already said there's a government agency in his mind. So, Copper, if you're ready, let's go ahead and go to Charlie from Falkville. Um, Charlie from Falkville is uh, coming on the show with Right Side Radio, Phil Williams. Charlie, what you got? We lost Charlie from Falkville. Dang. Okay, well, I'll tell you what, though. We still got another one. We got him queued up. 866-494-9866. You want to call in. And then we got Matt from Huntsville. Uh, Matt from Huntsville, Phil Williams on Right Side. What you got? Uh, I wanted to just comment. I think you're asking the wrong question. What department would you get rid of? I would ask the question, what departments do you need? And the rest need to go away. And I would just throw out the Defense Department, the State Department, an Attorney General, a Treasury Department, and then the Department of Science, Technology, and Infrastructure for everything else. That's, uh, man, that is, you, you are scaling back by reframing the discussion. That is, that is not bad. 
Hey, Matt from Huntsville, thanks for the call. That was that was that was well thought out. Um, you are apparently a policy warrior, and uh, I appreciate that. Hey, listen, we got another caller on the line. Uh, so 866-494-9866. Let's close out this day with your opinions. What do you think? Is there something that you would see uh, as being beneficial to get rid of or change, or how do we deal with government that sometimes forgets its place? Gail from Ardmore is on the line. Uh, let me hear from Gail from Ardmore. This is Phil Williams on Right Side Radio. Gail, how are you today? I'm doing fine. Um, I have a suggestion. Um, what, what, besides what's that? getting on our legislatures to ban the teaching of the CRT in our classrooms like Tennessee did, why don't we pressure them to use some of that COVID money um, to put cameras in the classroom? Wow. So cameras in the classroom and, 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 and sort of create transparency in the classroom. I think here's the only thing, Gail, I'm going to say this. The thing you're going to come up with there is that people are going to take issue with the fact that a camera is now watching their child. And that's, there's going to be parents that have issues with that just simply on the creep factor, I think, because it's not a bad idea. Maybe you have the camera facing, you know, just the teacher. But um, but I don't know that we're going to have parents agreeing that every classroom should be filmed and then what happens to the film after that. But, uh, Gail from Ardmore, thanks for your call. Huh? Then? Go ahead. How Did do we, we hold her? the teachers yeah. accountable then? Well, I, I think one of the things we have to do to hold them accountable is the results of education. We're number 50 in the nation. I mean, at some point, uh, teachers don't necessarily uh, make curriculum decisions all the time, but they do apply them. And, and, and so there's got to be some accountability for the fact that we're number 50 in the nation. And, and there's been very few in the education arena willing to take that level of authority and say, yeah, that's on me. Um, but, Gail, thanks for the call. Appreciate you calling Right Side Radio. You call back anytime. And listen, folks. 866-494-9866, 866-494-WVNN is Right Side Radio. What would you do? Now, Gail brought up a minute ago uh, CARES Act money. i got to tell you, my daughter, I talk about my son several times. My daughter is also equally conservative. Uh, it's amazing. I've got my wife, my daughter, my son all sending me things for the show, and, and every one of them has been spot on. My daughter sent me an article this morning. So last year, I'm going to bring this up. This is like a topic that I'm going, to, I'm going to seed a discussion for next week, all right? Here I am closing out Friday with, like, changing the topic. But this is so interesting to me. And since I got the segue directly off of Gail's call just now, so every state got billions of dollars. We just did. It just dropped in. Money. Just, just flowing in. I mean, like somebody turned on the money spigot, and it flowed. And last year, lo and behold, in the middle of COVID— $1.8 billion, with a B, billion dollars showed up in the state of Alabama's coffers. And, of course, there was a tussle. The executive branch, Governor Ivey's office, and the legislative branch uh, had, a, had a tussle over how it gets spent. They finally, I, I think, in, in reality, the, the legislature finally got browbeaten by the governor's office, and they, 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 they gave it to the governor's office with some stipulations as to how it would be packaged, but for the most part, she could write the checks as she saw fit. The Alabama Policy Institute, where I'm at, proposed an idea that we thought had merit. Now, granted, it's our idea, and you're hearing me talk, so obviously I like it. But the truth is, a lot of people liked it. The idea was that we use CARES Act funds to provide a tax credit or a tax incentive. And the one that we proposed was, how about this? All these businesses have been hurting, and hurting badly. 
A lot of these businesses are hurting, by the way, because the governor declared them non-essential. They had to close down. By law, they had to close down. Well, that's just, that's just tough. That's the government picking winners and losers. And so all these businesses got shut down, many of whom ch- couldn't even survive. But the CARES Act monies that were there, we thought, what a great idea if we gave a sales tax holiday to the state. It drives people back to the brick-and-mortar stores. It helps those stores uh, sort of stand up and get themselves back on their feet. And the people of the state benefit because they're not paying sales tax for a couple of weeks. We estimated uh, a reasonable cost on it, and we knew that the CARES Act funds that were provided to the state were big enough to do it. And, oh, by the way, because we're the Alabama Policy Institute, we researched that sucker to the nth degree, and we discovered that legally it did stand up muster, and the other states were already doing it. The Ivy administration said no. They did not see it as something they could do. They didn't believe legally they could do it. Did they bother asking the Treasury Department? No, by their own admission, they did not. Just today, my daughter sent me an article that the state of Ohio chose to use CARES Act funds for tax cuts, and guess what? The courts said it was okay. What I'm seeing there is that COVID-19 relief funds sent to the states could be used for the private sector. It's up to the individual governments to do so. And we have the unfortunate circumstance of the fact that the Ivy administration, who does some good things, I'll give them, I'll give them kudos when they, when they earn them, but in this particular case, they took $1.8 billion, and only 26% of that made it back to the private sector. Mm. 26% of $1.8 billion. And they could have done a tax cut, and they chose not to. But the other states that have done it, it's being upheld. I got news. They could have done it. Hey, let's cue up that soft break there, Copper. We're going to go uh, to a break here, folks. It is uh, Right Side Radio. It is Friday afternoon. The time is 449. It's almost go-home time. Literally, I've enjoyed this week. It is an honor to have this platform. I'm going to keep educating and enlightening, empowering, and just trying to make sure you're entertained at the same time by being solid, conservative, and just plain right. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. We'll be right back. Seven seventy AM ninety two point five FM WVNN, the News Talk Giant of North Alabama. Phil Williams, host of Right Side Radio. We're solid, conservative, and just plain right. Listen, it's been a full week. I mean, we have run the gamut. We, we've been we've been we've been hot on it this week, uh, dealing with conservative topics. And one of the things that I want to make sure you hear over and over and over again is this show is your voice. All right, this show is where you you get to find out for sure that you're not alone. This is a show where I hope that you're going to tune in, and every single day you're going to find some nugget. You're right. You're going to walk away with something that just enlightened you, empowered you, educated you, entertained you, and, and you're going to also feel a little bit better about where you live and and know for a fact. My wife says it all the time. There's more of us than there are of them. That is, I'm going to, I'm going to say that to you over and over again. All right, get used to it. There's more of us than there are of them. Conservatives, you outweigh the progressives more than you could ever imagine. They are the squeaky wheels. But by golly, we are the frame and the axles, all right? So all said and done, 
the the wheels of commerce and the wheels of government and the wheels of of democracy keep turning not because of these progressives that want to tear it all down but because of the conservatives who have built it for so long and there's more of us than there are of them and we're going to keep talking about that throughout the entire show all right so next week's going to be week two of right side radio and we'll just see where God takes it. I mean, I'm just enjoying this ride. It's an honor to have this platform. I still can't believe I, I, I get to do this. Copper does a great job of running the boards. Copper, uh, you're going to have a great weekend, I hope. Yes. Yes, I'm going to Art Walk tonight. My sister's a local artist, so she's displaying her work there. Very cool. Uh, Huntsville being an artsy town, that's a, that's very cool. And uh, and listen, go out and support local, you know. Shop local, eat local. Uh, getting involved in local activities, it's, it's so important that, that people know that their community has so much to offer and that the local vendors and, and, and businesses uh, know that you're there for them. You know, it's one thing to order something online and, and get it, and I get it. We do it all the time at my house, too. It's, it's a matter of convenience. But those brick-and-mortar store owners and shops, uh, they deserve your attention. And they have been fighting through this COVID pandemic and the government shutdowns and, and the overregulation of government that's occurred in many, many cases, and, and they've survived. The ones who are still there have survived purely on resilience and also because they apparently have a product that you, you want. And, and go engage them this weekend. And I hope that everybody will also enjoy a weekend with family and with, you know, uh, uh, enjoying the fact that we live in the greatest state, in the greatest nation in the history of the earth. So, Copper, I know we got a few things lining up for next week. Um, you got some guests uh, already uh, on the schedule for me next week. What, what, what do you got that you can share so far? We do. We have uh, County Commissioner Dale Strong lined up to talk about his upcoming uh, congressional race, I believe. Yeah, yeah. And then we also have Wayne, Dr. Wayne Reynolds on to talk about critical race theory. And Dr. Wayne Reynolds being of the uh, state school board. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's hugely important. Um, and we've got several others in the works that I won't let out now because they're still in the works right now. But um, all said and done, we're going to have a full week. And, and we're going to keep doing this mix, by the way, where we'll, we'll have callers and we'll have uh, people that uh, are guests. And then we'll also have plenty of time for opining. And then we'll have time, hopefully, to laugh. I think, I think one of my favorite episodes, we were talking earlier, Copper, about um, you know favorite times for the week. I think one of the funniest times of the week, too, was when we just said, Hey, call in if you've got a favorite classic rock song yes. that describes politics. And I was cracking up. The phone lines lit up, did they not? They did. Man, I kept finding ones later that I thought would be good. I know. I know. I had people texting me like the whole evening going, you should have said this. You should have <laughs> said crazy train. You should have said, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. Back in black, you should. Anyway, all said and done, there's uh, there's any number of examples. We're going to keep doing that that kind of stuff, too. Um, but uh, but I, I have thoroughly enjoyed this. And, and y'all, um, just to, to recap, who, who am I? Why do I have this show? Uh, you know, it just, I, I've got this really eclectic resume. 30 years of military service uh, as an Army Ranger, an infantry officer, uh, served in Iraq and Afghanistan, retired as a colonel. I feel like I can speak to the military community and issues of national defense. And then on top of that, I'm a practicing attorney for 20 years. And, and that gives me uh, a sense of, of jurisprudence and, and an understanding of the application of the rule of law. And, and I research things to the nth degree because of that. And then if you, if you wrap it around too, I also spent a number of years in full-time ministry. I love people. I have a compassion for my fellow man. And I may not always agree with them, but I want them to have the best opportunities. And then on top of that, uh, I spent a number of years in state politics. I was elected official. 
Uh, I've got conservative bona fides that go uh, out the wazoo, I believe, and spend a lot of time working in that regard also with the Alabama Policy Institute. Look, I'm excited to have this forum. We're going to take all those things and keep swirling them together, showing you that you're not alone and that we are solid and conservative and just plain right on Right Side Radio. If you want to know more, you can find us on www.rightsideradio.org. You can also follow me on Twitter at, at Sin, that's S-E-N, at Sin Phil Williams. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, solid conservative, just plain right. Talk to you next week. Have a great weekend. Athens.